Welcome to Third Eye Science. I'm your host, Susan Von Toon, and in this podcast, we'll explore the lines between science and spirituality. As a scientist and a yogi, I've found that these two realms do not have to be mutually exclusive. With the mind of a logical scientist, I've navigated my own spiritual journey with a curious and open mind. I'll share lessons and tools that I've found along the way and have compelling conversations with spiritual leaders, teachers, yogis, and fellow travelers about their experiences and practices. In this age of information and misinformation, it's time to interpret and understand the world with your third eye. Satnam. This is Susan Bontoon, and welcome to episode number three, or a bonus episode about Kirtan Kriya, one of my favorite meditations. It's part of the Kundalini Yoga, as taught by Yogi Bhajan. It is a it is one one of the fundamental kriyas as part of this yoga tradition. It is also one of the most well studied meditation technique, so much so that the Alzheimer Prevention Society points to it as one of the techniques for preventing, yes, I said preventing Alzheimer's. So it can be used for just improving your brain health. Um, There's all sorts of research where they've looked at the brain scans of people who have never done meditation before in their lives. Literally, I'm reading a book um, called How God Changes Your Brain by Dr. Andrew Newberg. And he did a study where he took literally a construction worker, taught him Kirtan Kriya. It's a really easy technique to learn even though it involves a few different techniques, it's pretty easy for anyone to pick up really quickly. And he scanned their brains before and after, during the study, and then when they were done after eight weeks. And the results are pretty stunning. It's just like the scans show that the prefrontal cortex is has changed and there's more there's more activation happening in that area even when they're not meditating but then my teacher guru singh and his wife have actually done an, a different study where they they were part of this study where they went and meditated did this specific meditation in an mri machine and they watched what was happening with their brains. It's pretty amazing. So some of the benefits that are medically proven are um, that it increases the cerebral blood flow, which helps you think better or more effectively. It improves the blood flow to the posterior cingulate gyrus, which is important for memory retrieval. 
It increases the activity in the frontal lobe, with sharp, which sharpens your attention, concentration, and focus. It replenishes neurotransmitters and brain chemicals. And then it increases energy levels, improves sleep quality, and reduces stress by lowering cortisol levels. So honestly, I don't really know why anyone wouldn't be willing to try this, but (laughs) that's just me. (laughs) I do. And so most of these studies, I should say that most of these studies have been done on a 12 minute version of this, of this meditation. I do an 11 minute version because that's just what I learned. And, um, I'm pretty sure it has the same benefits. So Kirtan Kriya, first off, Kirtan means song or singing, and Kriya is a set of movements or flow. And this technique uses sound and the use of the tongue and lips combined with a mudra, and that activates the sensory areas of your brain, the occipital lobe of the brain. So that is really the main benefit. You have to do both parts. It's, and many other meditations just do one or the other. They may have a mudra. They may have a, a chant or a mantra. But this includes all of it. And it activates the brain in a specific way to, have, to create these benefits. So the chant, the, the mantra is sa ta na ma and that basically comes from sat nam which means truth is my identity so it's breaking up sat nam into four parts it also represents sa is birth ta is is life na is death ma is rebirth so it represents the infinity of our lives. And we use a mudra with each with each part of the mantra. So as we say sa, we touch our thumb to our pointer finger. Ta, we touch the middle finger to our thumb. Na, we touch the ring finger to our thumb. Ma, we touch the pinky finger to the thumb. And we just continue that sa, ta, na, ma with the mudra. So we do that for two minutes chanting. Then we do it whispering for two minutes. Then we do it silently for three minutes. In the 12-minute version of the meditation, you would do the silent part for four minutes. But we'll just do, we will do the three-minute version. And then you whisper again. So you do two minutes whispering and then two minutes chanting. In addition to the mudra and the mantra, there's also a visualization, which Personally, I think in the beginning, it's a little bit challenging to also add the visualization, 
but I'm going to give this cue now in case you are just starting this practice so that you can look it up and maybe it feels like something you can add later on. But you want to visualize the energy as you say each um, part. You say sa and you see it come down through the crown of your head and then make an L shape out the brow point. So it's basically in yoga, we say that's the, it goes through the crown chakra and out the third eye. So this follows the energy pathway called the golden cord, the connection between the pineal and the pituitary gland. So that's just an added part that I would say if you're brand new to this, it may not be something you want to focus on, but it is also becomes a very deep part of this entire meditation. Um, so I also want to tell you what the, why we're doing it aloud and whispering and silent that when you're chanting aloud, it's the awareness of things in the world, the human the voice of the human. So you're hearing your own voice. And then when you whisper, it's experiencing the longing or the longing to belong, the voice of the lover. The silent part is you're meditating on infinity or mentally vibrating the mantra, the voice of the divine. I think that's just such a beautiful explanation. And before we get into it, I want to read what Yogi Bhajan says about this. So he says that the practicing this meditation brings a total mental balance to the individual psyche. As you vibrate on each fingertip, you alternate your electrical polarities. The index and ring finger are electrically negative relative to the other fingers. This causes the balance in the electromagnetic projection of the aura. So basically you are, so your aura is an electromagnetic field around you. Again, this is, this is, we can now measure this scientifically. And when you're using the different mudras, you are activating the polarities in your own electromagnetic field. If during the silent part of the meditation, your mind wanders uncontrollably, go back to the whisper and then to the loud voice, to a whisper and then back to silent. So do this as often as necessary to stay alert. Practicing this meditation is both a science and an art. This is the part I really love. It is an art in a way that it molds consciousness and the refinement of sensation and insight it produces. It is a science in the tested certainty of results it produces. Each meditation is based on the tested experience of many people in many conditions over many years. It is based on the structure of the psyche and the laws of action and reaction that accompany each sound, movement, and posture. The meditations as Kriyas code this science into specific formulas we can practice to get specific results. 
Because it is so effective and exact, it can also lead to problems if not done properly. So chanting this primal nuclear form of satnam has profound energy within it because we're breaking the seed or the atom of the sound satnam into primary elements. So it's really important that you adhere to these following requirements. So he's basically saying, do whatever you need to do to make this, to follow these requirements while doing this meditation. Keep your spine straight. Focus at the brow. Use the L form of the meditation. So that was where I was saying it's coming from the crown out to the brow. Vibrate on those three different parts the human voice, the lover, the voice of the divine. And then use common sense without fanaticism. <laughs> I love it. Yogi Bhajan, he's always, he's always so practical. So the timing can be decreased or increased, but keep that ratio of the spoken, whispered, and silent chanting to be the same. So always end the end, we're going to have a minute of silence. And um, yeah, so now I think what we'll do is actually go through the entire 11 minute version together. So I'm going to have my timer, you may hear a little ding when it's time to shift. So to begin, sit up straight. Make sure you're in a comfortable seated posture where you can be for 11 minutes without moving. You're going to have, make sure your shoulders are over your hips. Your eyes are gently closed. Bring the focus to your breath, taking a few breaths in and out deeply. You can have a slight tuck in the chin, making the neck straight, a Complete extension of the spine upward, reaching the crown towards the heavens. And we'll begin. Inhale deeply. Exhale, release. Satanam 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 
Satanama 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 Satanama
Deeply hold the breath in for as long as you can. When you need to release the breath, exhale slowly and hold. Continue with a long, deep breath, sitting silently. Inhale, reach the arms up, spread the fingers, reach up as high as you can, hold the arms up, exhale. Inhale deeply with the arms up, reaching even higher. Exhale. Inhale one more time. Reach up as high as you can. You're reaching the sky. You're reaching the stars. You're reaching your soul. Exhale, relax. And you can shake the arms if you want. Or just relax the hands on the knees. Exhale. 
So this Kriya is one that I have been doing for almost two years now. I learned it at my first Kundalini Yoga workshop with Guru Singh in March of 2017. And we... We learned it at that that weekend, and I decided to do a 40-day commitment, doing it every day. I also, that was the first time I started, I learned these yoga sets, and I thought, oh, I could do that every morning. I had been doing yoga for 15, more than 15 years, but I never had a home practice until I found kundalini yoga and it's because these yoga sets are sometimes 15 20 30 minutes and so I would do this 20 or 30 minute yoga set followed by kirtan kriya every day and now I'm (laughs) becoming a kundalini yoga teacher Um, I will say that my experience has been that not only do I feel like really alert and able to just deal with all of the things that the demands of life. Um, But I also, it has helped me connect with my intuition, my soul, and my infinity, frankly. I have since then taken on and added lots of other practices to this, but I will say that Kirtan Kriya is one that I just kept doing. So after 40 days, it just felt like the thing to keep doing. So I kept doing it and I never really thought, oh, I'm going to do it for 90 or 120 or a thousand days, but I guess I'm coming. I'm on my way to a thousand days and it is a, practice that has really transformed my life and then when you add to that so my experience I can tell you firsthand that it it has brought so many benefits to my life but then the scientific evidence is just really so overwhelmingly positive that I really urge you I hope that this episode has has inspired you and has has made you consider doing the Kriya, try it for 40 days. I highly recommend doing it in the morning, but if you can't, then do it at night or do it in the middle of your day, anytime. It's just more important to do it every single day and give it a chance to really see how it can change your the way you interact with the world because that's what it has, that is the experience that I've had is it really changes my perspective on the world. It's not that anything is really different. It's that I don't have to react the way I used to. So thank you for listening. And please, if you liked what you heard today, please share on social media. I'm at third eye science on Instagram take a screenshot, share it in your stories and um, message me. I'd love to hear your thoughts on, on whether you are willing to try it or if you've done it before or anything 
you any questions you have about meditation. Thank you and Satnam.